I understand. Talking about my gray hair? I'm telling you. About, wisdom. About doing. Wisdom. <laughs> about doing. Hey 
this is Gigi, and it's your girl Leona, and you are listening to the Haitian Millennial Podcast. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's popping, y'all? It is Mark the Dreamer. Well, I'm getting a couple of sibune. We anyway. You are listening to the Haitian Millennial Podcast, and to my left. Again, I'm, I'm making this a thing now. Season three, I have We're switching it up. It's your girl Leona, and you know I'm here. Mm. Already known. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? And then to my right, it's me. It's Gigi. Yes, every episode, you know, every episode that has been and onward, I'm gonna be always surrounded by these two beautiful queens, and we are together the Haitian Millennial Podcast, and we talk about the topics that are affecting us as Haitian Millennials, um, and of course, tell your tell you our story, and take you to our journey in America. Ain't that right? Yep, Absolutely. that was perfect. Let's get it. <laughs> uh, and that was for our first-time listeners. If season three is your first time interacting with us. Welcome, and for those that have been riding with us from season one, it's a gunshot for you, another one for another one, and another one for another one, all right? <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> Let's get it. I put my headphones on this time so I could hear. Make sure you guys. You know what I'm mm. Thank you. Thank everybody's you. Everybody's locked in. I know. Thank you. It keeps us together, guys. True. <laughs> Single handedly. Hey, hey, you guys want to get want to get started right with the topic? Or listen, how, I, how I feel. How listen, I listen. We. I, I don't. I, I feel like <laughs> that first episode we gave him a lot of. We give <laughs> a personality was definitely in there. Okay. For sure, for sure, maybe for maybe sure. we can jump in. I don't know. What do what's y'all? up? What's up? Somebody said they had a calculator uh, on glass. On Woo! glass. Crazy. Mm. Glass glass? I do. I do. <laughs> I have a little bit of icebreaker. I do. Now, this is more of a question because we're millennials and I feel like people operate a certain way. But mm. this is just curiosity. Okay? okay. Random conversation I had with friends. Mm. So, you're sleeping at night mm-hmm. and you have the urge to use the restroom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you turn on the light to go <laughs> or do you in the dark make your way? <laughs> what kind of person are you? Oh, I need to know the psychology behind the answer. No, no, no. There's, there's zero. <laughs> it's literally. I'm at my house. The place, the bed that I sleep every day. The room I'm, that I live in. I'm this gonna, is not a guest house. I'm not sleeping over somebody. This is the house that I live in, 365. For the sake of this light icebreaker, yes, you. this is your where you reside. Some, some feeling me out. Why would I turn on the Thank whiteboard? Thank you. I know exactly where I'm going. Wow. Yeah, and sometimes, tur- and sometimes this is me, you know. Um, I've had tech in my room since like probably 16, 17. Hmm. So I've always had a computer running. Something's always running in the room. So there's always a little bit of light from the from the system, either from the computer system or from like a, a hard drive. There's always a little bit of light. A little bit of light, but 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 regardless, you're not. No, you're not turning. You're gonna be awake. Thank you. Right, you don't turn light. You're gonna you're gonna be awake. Gigi, explain that. yourself. Yeah, please. So first off, I think Mark Loki just shared that he has a nightlight, <laughs> and I think that's really cool. <laughs> that's and neat. That's really neat. <laughs> I, I didn't think it are, was. Are you Mouye? Uh, uh, it's too. We are like <laughs> not even 10 minutes. Can, can we please? 
<laughs> okay, I relax. Okay. Um, to answer the question, yes, I do turn on the light. Ritual Kmart. You I do. Because context, mm. I grew up with four brothers. Okay. And I've shared a bathroom for most of my life until I became an adult. Hmm. And so, sorry, brothers, when you when you live with men, with boys, sometimes they don't aim the best when using the not toilet. Not when you get to the bathroom, when you leave in your room. What are you talking about? We, I'm not turning on the light when I'm in the bathroom either. What are you so, Leon, I saw this in my look out here. No. No way. <laughs> Wait, wait, maybe I should have explained. No, let me go back to Oh, now it doesn't really make sense. Okay. No, why am I turning on the light if I know where I'm going and I know Mm. where Uh, my sink is? I guess for a male, it's different. Are you right? I need the light a little bit. Okay, that's that's fair. And that's what I was saying. I had brothers who maybe didn't always turn on the light. And so before I'm going to sit down on the seat, I need to know what I'm working with. Uh, but as an adult, I, I turn on the bathroom light, but I keep my eyes closed a little bit. Like I squint. No. Yeah. I think I, I'm going to challenge you, Gigi. (laughs) And I hope you don't get injured along the way. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh my God. But try it out. It's, it's so you can stay still sleep. You know, like when you turn the light on, whether it's like the bathroom or like your bedroom, then you're awake. But Mark has a good point for the fellas. You know, it might be a different dynamic. You know, you might need that light, but I'm, I guess this was maybe like a more one-sided question. I don't know. <laughs> dual, 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 dual. But look at that. We learned a little bit of something, something about each other. And Gigi, let me know. Keep me updated on that if you ever Oh, do. my goodness. <laughs> I, I will never forget this. And so expect an update. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just letting you know. What's wrong? What's wrong? Like, I feel like, what, what does it have any characteristic if you do one or the other? No, not at all. We're just having a conversation and we're like, you're a real adult if you are just like dark, like in the dark with it. Like, you you figuring out how to get from point A to point B. You found the sink, you washing your hands, you got the soap, like you doing the whole nine and you get back into bed in the dark? Come on. That no. means you got your landscape. Like, honestly, gotta... Leona, this is like. You're training for something? Yeah. <laughs> This is like like some ninja stuff right now. (laughs) No, I just, I'm kind of, it's like, like, I'm proud that I can do that. It feels like, um, it feels like, um, so sometimes it feels like if you wake up in the military and like you have to do some kind of like mission. Hey. It's not like you just prepping for that mission. Then, I'm going to be okay. I don't know about the rest of you guys. Sorry to y'all. If you're running, why are you washing your hands? What do you mean? What? <laughs> you said what now? <laughs> no, I'm, she said she said she uses the bathroom. She finds the soap. She washes and dries her hands in the dark. Yes. Are you guys washing your hands when you wake up in the middle of the night? Oh, oh Mark, let's <laughs> move on from the topic. Let's move on from the topic. Let's see. On to the next. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta start. We gotta start the fight. Joe Biden. Creation promo music. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. USA. Zimbabwe, USA, 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 USA
USA. I USA, baby. Marie Paquet, non, non, pas USA. Ou bien passeport déjà même. Mon PIA qui l'a Tout le monde Marie Paquet, non, pour l'USA. USA. Et ça mal passé. Parlons, mais non, souple. Oh, USA, c'est facile pour ça. Oh, wow. Wow. Mais c'est pas les paroles là. I love it. I love it. What's popping? What's popping? Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden. Yo, we will make something out of anything. Yeah. Speaking of Joe Biden, what's popping? Why he's popular right now? Because he 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 gave the Haitian people away. What does that mean? <laughs> no, 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 no. We got we got to start making this making thinking this is about us. Is this only for us? I know it's a no immigrant. No, yeah, immigrant. Why? Thing. Why are we taking it so personal? We're the special chosen. How? How so? Explain. This only happens for Cubans, mm. Nicaraguans, Venezuelans, and us. Mm. Look at us. Say it, say it, say it again. They did. Oh dang! Oh yikes! And no other Caribbean no. country except us in Cuba. No, this too much, man. They got they got addition every that's single. A, that's enough. Okay. That's that's enough. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, 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 like, sorry. Where are we going? Before we even, before we even. where are we going? <laughs> Another beat. Yeah, the, the two, <laughs> two episodes with a beat. What's profit? Oh man, oh, gosh. Uh, but yeah, so mainly, I know that this thing has been creating ruckus. I've had. My godmother, who I stay with, where I've been going to Haiti, um, bring up the topic. But I don't think, I think she was joking. She was like, you know, visa, you know, and then she was saying, your cousin wants to come. So I don't know. I know it was like, I guess she would say it was probably like a joke. But how do you guys, um, how did you guys encounter it? How did you first hear about it? My experience was kind of met with the same. Um, I'm actually surprised that it was kind of brought to me as more of an option, you know, like, um, my mother has some, well, my parents have family in Haiti and I have a brother who was deported back, who was previously in the U.S. Um, so, and he has children. So it's kind of like, Hey, like, what do you want to do? Um, and my mom's whole angle was like, you're going to need someone to babysit your kids. <laughs> and I was like, what? Oh yeah. Mommy. Mommy. And and honestly, I I just kind of like chuckled at it, but overall, I understand like this is this is a very like great like thing like that can help lots of people, and I can see like the the rush towards it. Um, and honestly, I kind of wrestled with it a little bit because mm-hmm. I have been taking care of um people in Haiti like financially, so it's kind of like the idea of sponsorship, and I had like a bias almost mm-hmm. because of my own personal experience, you know. So mm-hmm. I had to kind of like figure out and still still that's, still that's figuring honest. it out you know that's yeah. honest. so just to give context just in case you've been you've just been kind of low-key living under a rock because biden at the top of the year did roll out a new immigration policy um through the form i 134a um, and it's a request to be a supporter and declaration of financial support for you to be able to bring someone from, like I said, Haiti, Nicaragua, Cuba, or Venezuela into the U.S. legally. 
Um, and so I learned about this through the news. I did not have any family members reach out to me initially or talk to me about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not on WhatsApp. Really? You don't have that on your phone? I do have it on my phone. Yeah. I have it oh. muted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember I said that I had a new segment that I wanted to bring mm. in? I think this might be the best one. No. Haitian <laughs> cards should be revoked or suspended. Which if one? you don't have... Oh, I we do. got to come back. We got to come okay, back. But I do now. have it, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, and so Biden has... Um, the Biden administration has rolled out um, an immigration policy that will allow people from those countries, specifically we're talking about Haiti, of course, to come to the U.S. legally. And I at first was like, oh, this is cool because we have been going through Trump era slash Obama era immigration policies where both parties or both administrations did make it more difficult to come to the U.S. Mm -hmm. I would say for Obama, he kind of switched up a little bit in the second term. Trump was like, nah, y'all are from countries i'm sorry the curse you could bleep that out but <laughs> i'm sorry it's just the way you you you, you tried to figure yeah, out trying what to figure to say. out to say crap whole countries it's too late but it's um so for me when i heard about it i was like oh this is you know i'm i'm happy at the progress but then i saw the reaction from everyone and i was like oh maybe this wasn't the smartest <laughs> idea and so what was the reaction that made you think it was in the smartest idea the frenzy it caused yeah of course joe biden it was it, it's it i saw some of like the videos of like it's people it, trying to get into immigration yeah and password like the, then the, or whatever the disconnect and like information and like how mm. things are are processed like it's hard to watch because we're smart, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that people like kind of use this for more of that fuel that we talked about in season two of like this, like, you know, segmented image of mm-hmm. how Haitians are and mm-hmm. how we operate when we know more right, than right, that. Right. You know right. what I mean? You know, one of the things that that really caught me and which was it was a joke, but it wasn't really a joke. Um, and you guys could let me know which side of it do you stand. Um, there was a guy who made a video. He said, oh, this guy was like Okay, moon USA is full like you buy. You buy a sponsor on Green Moon, Haiti. And I was like, damn. Are they now about to really believe us when we say we don't got it? Because you know there was always a, a a wall that when we say we don't got it, they're like, oh yeah, okay. Or they'd be like, but when you say you ain't got it, it was them thinking you ain't got it now that they probably know the reality of you know someone who's living paycheck to paycheck do you think that kind of changed the dynamic of how haitians and haiti see us in america would they believe us now when we say we don't got it or you think it's just they still probably won't understand the the type of money it takes to live in the u.s so i did think the joke made is funny because i think 
one of the America has one of the best PR in the world because the reality is most people in this country are living paycheck to paycheck, but most people don't know that outside of the U.S. I think that's like a big misconception. Um, it's funny because and it's also low key sad because there's one thing if somebody's asking you for twenty dollars, a hundred dollars to sponsor a whole person. How much do you need? Did they say? They didn't say. Mm. You have it, to be able to feed that person. Almost like a child. Like a yeah, dependent. they have you have to be able to prove Can I claim them in my taxes though? Is what I want to know. I didn't even that didn't even wow. That'd be good. <laughs> oh t- then we about to see a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Joe Biden. Last, last, is this is that is this good business? Is this business uh, or uh, that's not we're not throwing but, out any ideas. But speaking of that too, it rolls into that. I think they're charging people to fill most yeah, they people are. are the form is, is free. The form is free, yeah. <laughs> but they're charging people to get it done. Oh you know, are people are going to find a? They call it a, a businessman. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We discussed that briefly. Like, but now they call it fulai. Open a fulai. Do you? What at this day and age would you sponsor someone? Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hopefully, nobody hate to listen right now <laughs> or in the future. <laughs> 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 this statement has an expiration date. Um, I right now, n- no. Okay. At, at this current stage, because I know we're just talking about adulting, but I am kind of getting to peak adulthood. I think I'm getting to the point where you feel like you're swimming above water, and you know you want to stay in that adulthood period to you know to gain ultimate adulthood sticker, whatever you call it. <laughs> Like where you feel like you, you were like your parents, like anything could happen. I'm ready type of thing. Um, so I feel like I'm there. If I go sponsor somebody, I think it may set me back a little bit. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? So at this current adult age of mine, I want to kind of excel. And of course, in the next level, if this happens again, I think I should be able to be like, yeah, I can take care of another of another human being. <laughs> sponsor them. Yeah. I have a question about, and I feel like I should know this because they were updated, but is there a hold on the process right now? Is it? There is a hold because they got so many okay. applications. Yeah. But I have a theory on that too. I'm going to get back to that. Um. Okay. Well, well, that doesn't, I mean, that kind of contributes to my response because like Mark said, like if, if it goes into motion again, who knows, you know, like want to be ready at that time. My response also has an expiration date, so nobody hold me to this. But um, (laughs) (laughs) because of my history with supporting in the past, um, I think, yeah, I have a little, I I don't want to say like I'm I'm against, like I don't want to do it, but I have a little, I'm hesitant, Mm. you know, and a little skeptical because the idea of sponsoring, supporting, you know, another person or persons is a, it's a big deal. Mm. You know, it's, it's not... When you fill out app job applications, they ask you <laughs> if you've sponsored someone or if you need sponsorship. Yeah. So it's it's not like a uh, it, a decision that you can make and, and live with. It, well, like like no no consequences, pretty much. So yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like one of those no, things no. that if you do, then there is this, things. In this the is mad serious. Yeah, that, that, and that's what I'm getting at. And it's, also, I don't want people to understand that that our opinions currently is saying we're against it. It's just we're given our current yeah, like our, guess, th- our, our thought, thought process on what that yeah. is. So by all means, are we bashing or 
No, no, no. By no means. No, no, no. I think, I think that at this point, because there's, I think, the misconception sometimes when people in Haiti about our position, mm -hmm. I do think it's a good step in the right direction that families are now being having to have those types of conversations mm -hmm. because what people haven't brought up about this sponsorship process is that when you file the form, they're going to check like the five following things. You have to make sure that you're going to pick up the person from the airport. Like you have to be able to pick them up, That's take them reasonable. to wherever. That's reasonable. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. And then to initial housing, you can't just drop them off somewhere. They need to come home with you. Number two, you have to make sure that said person has safe and appropriate housing. So you have to prove that there's an address associated with where this person is going to be living. Associated with you? Yeah, okay. you and where okay. this person is going to be ahead. living. Okay. I think that's clear, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you have to help them with paperwork, mm -hmm. such as filing for social security, social security card, wow, mm -hmm. and driver's license, all that other stuff. So you have to so you say- You bring somebody you care about. Correct. Mm -hmm. you, have to be, you have to say, I'm going to help them with all these things. Mm -hmm. You have to make sure that they have health care. Mm. And yeah, that their medical needs are too. met. Last episode, they give it. And it's a guaba guy. It's a guaba guy. What's the No PCPs are important, Mark. They are. They're very. And and then last, you must assist with um, accessing education, mm -hmm. learning English, securing employment, and enrolling the children in school. Now I have a, I have a question, <laughs> and if you don't if you don't have the answers to this, I, that's perfectly fine. I know that there's plenty of resources to find the, the answer, but are there deadlines associated with that? I know it's like a two year yeah. like, window, but mm -hmm. is that the, the window for all of those things to be accomplished or is there like deadlines throughout? So in order for them to move beyond the two year parolee status. Got so it. the goal is hopefully this person would be able to transition into legal citizenship mm -hmm. in that two year window. You as the um, sponsor have to be able to verify that you provided those things mm. to the person you sponsor. Is that possible? Mm. I feel like it. I feel like, I feel like you could get some things done. I don't know if I can learn <laughs> in two years. I'm, a, I'm not even gonna hold you. I don't think. <laughs> could I get a new job, learn a new language <laughs> and I think I did those things without the job part. Was, in two, I don't know, two was, years? Yeah. yeah. I, was, I got here in 2002, and by 2004, I was already in ninth grade, so I was already like, you know. But how dedicated were people in that process? See, I didn't, even, I didn't even learn English. I just picked it up from hearing people talk and reading in school. Yeah. What do you mean you didn't learn English? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't. Nobody taught me. It was literally. You were not in Esau? You didn't get Esau? No, see, listen, Esau did not teach me English. It's so it's so it's so weird. Like I know people in Esau that still don't know. How to speak. So you like phonetically. It's not like learn? I don't know. I don't know. And until this day, I know people who went to Esau who don't. They get the code in Mark this month. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, back. So have you guys seen any like news from like Cuban Americans, Venezuelan Americans in reaction to this? Huh. Oh. I don't have any. I haven't. Any yeah, I don't. She, I didn't want to put myself. I don't have out any there. mutual friends that that are from these 
Okay. Because in, in my... I, I was like, dang, is it really only Haitians reacting this way? Or? I don't think so, but I know for sure it's more highlighted because I'm surrounded by Haitian people. Mm. Yeah. I've seen, I think I've seen a post um, about somebody was saying that how we were acting and then somebody reposted, um, how do you feel about the Venezuelans? And then that was a video, but I didn't click on it though. But okay. I, I did see something like that. Okay. Yeah. I think we just don't see it because it's not our surrounding, but I think... You know, it's kind of creating the same kind of habit. Okay. I agree. I agree with that. I do. But it's a go by guy at the end of the day. That, <laughs> that was, that was with, with Gigi's reinforcement, that yeah. was like, and again, everyone is totally, mm. you know, responsible for making their own decisions. And, you know, things might change. Views might change also. also and, you know, you feel committed to that capacity but when i think about it like in the initial stages when it was dropped when the news came out it was something that was like wow like again progress but how do i align with the progress being made so my dad has a conspiracy theory oh okay. share uh, <laughs> he was right he said what about what you told us last episode yeah your dad was he was right your dad, your dad be on it with the with the scammers, uh, <laughs> your dad is high. Yeah. You better keep him around, hey, listen, keep him close. But what happened is, yeah, I keep having to refocus. Sorry, okay, I know you I'm gonna change. It. Okay, because I'm, I'm like, I'm uh, <laughs> okay, I will listen to the listeners at some point. If, anyway, um, my dad says. There was an influx amount of people trying to come to the border, similar to the thing that had in Texas and so on. So the government came up with a system that will put the people coming to the borders on hold because if those countries um, are able to get some sort of relief that there is a system in play that they possibly can make it to America at some point. If they do these steps, um, it will slow them down to actually try to travel and do all these mm. illegal um, mm. part like, you know, illegal travels because now they have a system. And as long as the system's in play, you just got to wait your turn. Um, so I don't know what the statistic is now on people coming to the border from this country that they are giving that that to. But that's why my dad said it's a conspiracy to hold that because they couldn't take it. People were coming from everywhere um, and they just wanted to put a stop or pause to it at the moment. So the thing is, they're going to let a, a few people in and then they're going to like stop it or pause it or give some sort of like, well, yeah, we're backed up. We're backed up. We're this and that. So it's an excuse, but at the same time, it it, it kind of like put a regulation to the border. Your dad's not technically wrong mm. because one of the criteria that will disqualify your application is if you have crossed irregularly into the U.S. between mm. the points of entry after the date the process was announced. So if you try to come to the U.S. through the border after January 9th, your application is disqualified. And then if you've tried to cross the Mexican or Panamanian border, also disqualified. How do you verify that? I don't I guess know. Probably okay, why can't I just go back? <laughs> so I, think, I, think there is, I think there probably is a screening process when oh. they catch you at the border. They probably took your phone. You are in the system. Can you imagine trying to cross? You cross the border, you made it, and then you hear this news, and you're like, "Man, I gotta go back." Right, right. That's that's man. Oh, that was, that's, I would just. I don't know. I would just go for it. 
How much before, longer? <laughs> oh, I'm ready crust. I'm going to make a run for it. I don't know. No, no for real. No, for, for, for. I know some people that probably are listening to the podcast probably came. Or know some people that came in the way of the illegal way process or whatever the process is. So, the damn, the joke I was going to make. I'm not going to do it. Okay. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> we, the, we, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Um, t- this is a, a season three. I'm different. <laughs> Good. That be- <laughs> new oh season, goodness. new mark. Why y'all, oh, why y'all laugh so much? Oh my goodness. 2023. What's our next topic? What are we talking about? <laughs> oh my goodness. So, didn't you have some? We're talking about finances, though, because we okay. also have to be mindful of. Segway. Yes, we also have to be m- mindful that, like, like Gigi was mentioning, like there are some responsibilities related to sponsoring or you know helping a family member. Segway boss. Exactly. Segway boss. But okay. what does that look like for our community? Like, our, like just like the thing mm. you brought up. Like, we're living. Are we living paycheck to paycheck? Mm. So, was that video right? Okay. Who knows how many licks does it take to get so, to the center of a ten-year-old <laughs> What? What? What is going on? What? Oh, okay. So here's the truth. I would say the average millennial probably doesn't consider themselves to be the most financially secure. Is that a safe assumption? I plead the fifth. Wait, what is, is secure? <laughs> is secure and stable the same thing? Hmm. <laughs> Mark is very wise, guys. I want you guys to know because Mark asked us a question while we were chit-chatting. And he said, do you want someone who is going to manage the money or maintain? Was that what you asked? What was this? At your, at your, at your thing. Oh, I, was, oh, I wasn't listening. It's okay. Oh, oh he, then we can talk about that. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness.
Côté de But yeah, so you were saying um, when you turned 32, like this episode, Ooh, 32 on 32, oh, I love that. 32 on 32, you play the lottery? Because not getting this. I don't gamble. Millionaire, huh? Would you still be doing the pod if you won the mil- the, the lottery? Mm, Absolutely. That's a question. We have it on What's record. It you know that? <laughs> Absolutely. Why not? It's why w- on record. Why will I stop potting? Because I'm a millionaire. Uh, uh, not too because I'm getting double one million. Shows what you guys are in it for. But, no, no, no. Oh, 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 How dare you? Exactly. No. I'm busy. I'm busy. Kidding. I'll them up, lah. Kidding. But yes. But yes, I recently celebrated my birthday. Yeah, round of applause. Um, and I had the best birthday weekend. I, ever. Yeah. Ever, 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 ever. I was surrounded by <laughs> people that I truly adore and admire. Um, I just felt like, you know, they say your 30s, you really get to come into yourself and just feel really good about who you are as a person. And I think 32 marks that for me. Like, mm-hmm. I really think I'm like all the mm-hmm. the shakies and the insecurities of the 20s and, and you know, being like, dang, I'm 30. I think I'm past that. I'm like really embracing this age. I see you with your thighs out. I see you, girl, with your thighs out. Show the little, the little, the little. You want the little? That's right. Gigi, twist left. 
I can't twist it. Oh, okay. Twisted. Okay, I'm done. But no, it was really fun. And I want to give a special shout out to Mark. Because you actually made it to my birthday. Oh. I was nice. I was a long time. Longer than the pod. Talk about that, but I did make it. It was, it was very nice, very nice. You better sell your press, man. You didn't shit. Oh, I'm about to sell your press. No, they get a lot of them. But whoa. They're not, boy, who probably went. They're incognito, man. They're But you know what I'm saying? Sometimes, sometimes, you know, you get PTSD from Sally when sometimes you just be like, oh, PTSD. PTSD. What? Please do tell. Yeah. No, please do tell. I'm not going to call that, but Sally do one. Yeah, like there's too many people. No, I feel you. Yeah. Okay, so there was too many people. So there was too many people on my thing for you. That's what I said. No, I'm just I'm asking. Okay, bye bye. Okay, sorry, No, sometimes you just have to say hello, everyone. Sometimes that's like a collective. Hello, everyone. Yes. Yeah. That we like smell Okay. He was modeling. Sorry, that model. Okay. So we went to two locations for my birthday. And at the second location, we were sitting outside on the couch around the fire pit area. Mm-hmm. And apparently, I missed all the conversation that was happening to the right of me. <laughs> and that's where Leona and Mark was. Nah, she was Big partying. vibes. She was partying. No, I wasn't. Mark, I she's promise you, Mark potter, start, starts everything. She's a natural potter, yo. She right. just be potting everywhere we go, yo. Round of applause. <laughs> Not Rather. too much. Take it away. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but a little bit, of, you know what I'm saying, for being true to, to the yeah. pod life. Yeah. Pod life or no life. So I'm I'm I still haven't heard what the conversation was. Now the conversation. Join us on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Monkey body, we were in sync. I know. Yo, <laughs> Queen, <huh? laughs> Monkey body. No, nah, but it was really about well, it kind of bring up to the fact that I think we need to have a, a relationship conversation on the pod, but definitely um I think I think I think relationship conversations are always a a thing. Mm-hmm. So can I ask this? Maybe I should ask this. Okay. Oh no, maybe I should, because that would probably put me in a situation. No, we let's no, do it. Let's do it. <laughs> we're here. <laughs> so, like, the fellas and I were having a discussion. I brought this up only because I was in, um, in interested in hearing the thought process of the single men in the room. Um, so, I asked a question: Is a do you not judge or do you put a red flag up if you? Have your current person you're dating choose a coffee shop date between coffee shop date and a dinner date, and if they choose the dinner date, do you kind of feel like that's that's a flag in the uh, as the first date? Yeah, as the as the as the fellow requesting your presence, I like that. Yeah. Oh, is it a red flag that she that she so there was a gentleman at the at the seat that was like. He rephrased my question. That's okay. not the question I asked. Okay. But he rephrased it <laughs> and said that um, if she chooses, she says she would rather the dinner date over the coffee date, does that bring a red flag? So he offered her two options, right. coffee versus dinner. Mm-hmm. And because she picked dinner, that's a red flag for him? Would, I'm asking, would that be a red flag? No. For, uh, for I guess it was asking to the males. Oh, two, oh. <laughs> Mark's like, no, 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 no,
the ladies in here instead of the male. Um, what would you guys choose? And I'll explain why I think it's a little, and you guys can agree or disagree. I don't want to be that person, but it depends on where we met. So, like, if I don't know you from a canopy, I'm going to need, like, a quick exit. Like, or mm-hmm. I just kind of want to feel out the conversation. So, mm-hmm. I would pick something coffee. Like, you know, like something, mm-hmm. like, not not where there's so much pressure, mm-hmm. I guess. Because I feel like dinner is, like, You got to stay the whole course. I got to, that's what I'm saying. I got to put eyelashes on. It's a lot. You know, and I got to figure out what I'm wearing. So truly, like, just to feel it out, mm. you know, like in the initials, I think that's something like, and I don't want to, well, coffee is the example, but something that's a little low pressure, I guess, would mm. be my my take personally. Um, I feel like if it's offered as an option, either or, I would pick based on what makes the most sense in terms of our schedule. Mm. And then... um similar to leona like what's the has been the vibe between us yeah because you know ultimately i know that like a coffee date it can be perceived as more easy breezy but i think anytime you decide you're gonna sit across from someone or sit next to each other and like actually have to have a conversation you know it's still a very intimate experience Mm -hmm. whether it's over food or whether it's over a beverage now obviously you can finish your coffee faster and be Mm -hmm. like oh i gotta go but i think (laughs) there's a certain even a time period Mm -hmm. that you kind of have to stay and eat and drink the coffee in order for it to seem like you're not just ditching Mm -hmm. the situation so if you give it to me as an option i'm gonna pick whichever makes the most sense dinner She's choosing dinner. I have another thing. <laughs> I just wanted. I, I just wanted. To, yeah, I just I wanted to demystify that <laughs> for anybody who was kind of trying to figure out what direction. I, um, I really like coffee too. So. <laughs> I don't drink coffee. I'm gonna get a chai. But well, that was another thing. You don't have to have coffee at coffee shop. That was another but thing. But that's true. Something else I was gonna mention um, that Gigi was talking about that kind of sparked this in my mind is. The conversation prior to that meetup, and again, that's why I say, like, how did we meet? Like, what were the circumstances, too? Because if we've had good conversation prior, you know, dinner might be fun, you know? But, um, and so is coffee. I think both ideas, like, are pretty, you can make your own, like, decision. But I feel like if the conversation's been, like, blah, but then, like, you real fine. I'm like, all right, let me just go on this. Co- like, maybe he just better in person. That, that is true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes it's just like, maybe you're just, like, that person who's better in person. And I just, again, it's all about, like, the pressure aspect for me. Like, I don't want to feel like. And, and, again, they are both intimate areas to connect. This is going to get the, the the social medias on the frenzy. If we had an intern, I could say, you just put it at the top, coffee date or dinner date? <laughs> See? Which one? Now, nah, but, um. So one of the things I was trying to figure out from the males in the room was what type of what type of dates. I know that might sound pause worthy, but I just wanted to see or based on the conversation in the room with men and women, what would be the determining factor of the first date? Because when mm. you mention like if you a person that like to have conversation, I think it'll be geared towards your style of I guess the first date. So, for example, if you're a person that likes to have a conversation in general with the person you're dating, uh, although um, the level of noise at a coffee shop may be minimal to the to the restaurant based on the restaurant or whatever, um, I think based on the choice, it will give you maybe the type of personality that person um, carry or or how, how easygoing I guess they could be based mm-hmm. on the setting. Because I think dinner setting 
you're not limited, but it is a conversation about the courses or even that could ruin the date if the food is not good, mm. <laughs> right? And then now you're kind of stuck between one thing because one person might be hungry, <laughs> super hungry, and then they're like, the food's not good. So now they can't really engage in a conversation because now there's another factor now. You almost got to play like, oh, are you okay? Like, mm. Or, you know, trying to figure out where they are like mentally. And that's, and that's weird. Well, I think I think <laughs> and uncomfortable. I, right. That is weird and uncomfortable. So But I think so for example it can, but it's also an opportunity to impress because like for example, you take me out to dinner, mm. the food isn't good. Like I'm gonna judge the way you're reacting to <laughs> the situation. But that could go both ways though. I could the person on the other side could be reacting what to What would you like the solution to be? Right, right, the right, food's right, right. Bad. Before, before uh, fellas, so, 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 so if the food I'm not even trying to put you on the spot. I was just curious. Good, 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 good. <laughs> so if the food is bad, I'm hoping that like yes, we acknowledge how bad the food is, but that the person I'm with is either like quick to say or is eventually going to say, Hey, do you wanna like go to another location? More money? No, it's not more money. <laughs> Oh. Go somewhere else to eat again. Yes. <laughs> no, get the, new restaurant. <laughs> I mean, you did something once. once. For me twice. Oh, it is. You know I love poking fun at you, Gigi. Go ahead. Guys. It's okay because I don't care. <laughs> I'm sticking oh, by this. <laughs> okay, sweet Vicky. Okay, sweet Vicky. Sorry. Right. I don't care. Okay. Come on, keep going. Sweetie. No, okay, because my thing is like I'm assuming the you picked the restaurant mm. and then the food in, ended up being good. And so if the night is gonna be us being hungry, maybe like so offer an alternative. Pay, you, you offer an alternative meal or an alternative location. Yes. Or what if he wasn't ready for that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and that's, does that now put him in a bad spot? No, it's okay because I'm also gonna. Um, I like to take into account how you then navigate the rest of the date because mm-hmm. you, if the food is bad, like, are we laughing about it? Are we joking? Yeah, about we need to it? be able to laugh about. Like, what's going to go? What you? But yeah, if you go like this, I might laugh. I think I think that's funny. <laughs> because I think it's better for a dinner date if you walk away saying, Wow, I really enjoyed spending my time with that person versus saying, Oh, I thought the food was really good, never will see that person again. Ooh, that's, but but damn, that's a half win. Okay, gotcha. What? <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> that's a half win. <laughs> Your food was good, but the person wasn't. No, and like, I've literally experienced that. But I feel like that can happen at the coffee setting too. Bad coffee? You can have. I I enjoy pastry. There are some coffee shops that have really good food and bad food too. Or you can just water. Why are you getting food at the coffee shop anyway? Anyway, no judgment zone. I'm just kidding. I'm gonna get some food there. Um, Should should you have um should should you no I give Gigi this all date this all date conversation. Sorry, we're gonna get to our next topic, but you know this is for the socials. Uh, (laughs) Hilarious. (laughs) Like when when it comes to um, having pre-preparation conversation if it's a coffee date what did you think you'd be like okay i think you should eat first or you know find not come to the coffee shop hungry and also another thing was that i, I was don't telling, go anywhere hungry i was telling the fellow <laughs> you, you don't go anywhere that hungry. is that is rule number one Mati, i don't go anywhere so I, I pre-eat before i go eat 
Um, and I've learned to do that too because I have an embarrassing story, y'all. I have an embarrassing story. Give us a story. Pre-eat before you. I pre-eat before. No, I know. What's the point? What's no, the no, point? No, no, no. Somebody finish the story. You have to. Because Paul keep it marked. No, Leona is right. Leona is right. Okay. Because here's what happened to me. I got invited out on a date, a brunch date. So it was early. Good up to y'all. That part. And I got invited to Hash House a go go. Have you guys been there? Before? I've heard of that, but I haven't been yet. Go go a little bit. Just fuck it out there. So it's all the way out, and I drive. So I'm already having to drive far to meet this. this what was it? What day was it? It was a Sunday. So they got something like this. Go go a bimal. Yes. Oh man, you, right? You was hanging on to the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I really was, and I'm like, wow, a day after church. Look at me. But I went. And so the restaurant is known because they do these huge portions of food. Mm-hmm. And I ordered what they're famous for, chicken and waffles. And it was a big piece of chicken and a big waffle and stuff. And so I'm on the date and I'm, I'm eating. I'm eating good. Mm-mm-mm. But I'm, I'm, I think I'm polite. I think I have all my table manners. Right. I think I'm not. I, don't, I think I'm not chewing with my mouth. This man went and told me he's like, God dang. I didn't- <laughs> He was like, what your food with? Because <laughs> you was hungry. I was hungry. you were hungry, right? I was hungry. You were hungry. I was so yes. hungry. <laughs> and I like chicken and waffles. It's so... So that be much if you're not going to You was throwing it back, baby. You was throwing it back. Yeah, but he wanted... He, he Hash out a go-go. It was good. It was good. good it was good. I've been back. Without him? <laughs> Absolutely. <Dang. laughs> and and this is what she's talking about. The the food was good. So was his comment the thing that turned you I was embarrassed. Mm. But also, was he making light or was he like serious? Damn. And then also, can you take Kevin, a joke? Was it Kevin Hart damn or is it like No, is it like a like, like but smoky damn? There's a few di- cuz but but can people take jokes too? Like that's also Okay, like and I life. and I'm going to be very honest. I'm a sensitive person. Okay. And so sometimes I don't take jokes well. I'm okay. sorry. And it was the first date. She's probably the little, the little sister that you had that. Yeah. I was punching you every time you made like, like, t- joke. I was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I hope he's listening to this. <laughs> and this is why you never heard of Oh, her that again. guy? Oh, I hope not. That's oh. stalkerish behavior. <laughs> oh, goodness. I really hope not now. Oh. <laughs> no, okay, so I won't say why no, I didn't see him those. again. But um, because you're right, he might be listening. But um, he worked for like the government. It was okay. Mm. But I was embarrassed, and I don't think oh. I recovered from the statement. Really, I didn't. Oh, it made me feel really self conscious. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, because it was like a date, and I was really, I you know, you want to impress the person you're with, but I was hungry, and it was good. And so I, I were just, you breathing at least you know because I've been eating before and I don't breathe like I just be eating my food. No, no, he was he was talking a lot too. And another thing uh, I've learned on dates with men, I'm sorry, but the less you talk, the more they think it was a great experience. And so I was wait 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 Fucking red flag. What's the red flag? Damn. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Red flag. Wait a minute. Wait, repeat red that, flag. Gigi. 
I've heard slash learned that when you don't speak as much on the first initial dates, men will find you more attractive. Interesting. Well, you're saying that we love to talk about ourselves, so the and that talk, the the, the whole idea of like, oh, she was such a great listener is like feels good. That didn't cross my mind at all. I thought it was more about like this girl's mysterioso. Oh, that too, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't or tell me anything. Or she's mute. I want to learn more about her. That's what that's what came to my mind. I don't know, y'all. <laughs> Wow. Hey, listen, I, I don't know. I don't know. Guys, we don't we don't Do you like don't do, do, do men like talkative women though? Like is that I, I hear Ooh. men say that women Ooh. are annoying a lot. Yeah. Ooh. I think with either sex, pause. Um it's a medium. You just got to find that perfect the conversation just got to keep going. I don't think anyone should be talking more than the other. Not saying you shouldn't, but if you find yourself with a talkative person you tend to not be so talkative mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like it kind of worked the other way i don't think i've ever seen two people just can't stop talking in a way i don't think that'll make a great match because they both would probably just trying to outshine each other anyway. yeah mm, okay but it is also psych psychologically based based on a book i've read called 101 ways to how to talk to anyone it does give you the cheat code of saying Asking a person something about them. People just love talking about themselves, especially successful people. Yeah. And so I, w- I wouldn't necessarily maybe not be as quiet as I was in the past on dates. But originally my strategy was, you know, ask an open-ended question and just, you know, allow them to share and, and, and you know, really pay attention to what they're saying. And so he did spend most of the day talking, which gave me more time to be eating. Yeah. I didn't go out with this person again, but um, what he shared about himself wasn't Im- impressing me. Mm. Like I didn't like I wasn't sitting here like, wow, I really like this. And oh, that's so cool. It was more like, OK, yeah. You should have rate cards for dates. No, 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 no. I think that would be way too harsh. You think so? <laughs> no, you rate it yourself. Like you go home and you like maybe this. Is oh, yourself. Oh, yourself. Oh, I thought you meant maybe, the person. Maybe, maybe like okay. an app. You're like maybe I'm giving somebody an idea right now who has an app already. If you have a dating app. No, we're, just, we're trademarking that right now. You just like. Boom, HMP. <laughs> don't, don't steal the idea. Right. We'll come for you. You can rate your date on your app. Maybe not. The person won't get a bad review, of course. I feel like, like there's that, an episode but, about that somewhere in this world. But it'll be something personal. It'll be like, so you remember. Maybe you just want to be like that guy hit you up five months later. You just be like, oh, yeah, I didn't have a What is that date. show mm-hmm. on Netflix called Black Mo- Black Black Mirror? Black, yeah, I think they in might the have Black an episode, episode like that. Okay. I think. So because here's the thing, you know, I I ended up not um, liking the guy, but I was also embarrassed by the comment. Mm -hmm. And so now I don't eat chicken and waffles if I'm invited on a breakfast slash brunch date. I won't order it. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't also you should also like not order ribs. <laughs> you, guys, you guys been watching too much TV. I'm trying to tell you, and honestly, I don't really know how to maneuver around a chicken wing either. I'm gonna the pick it up with my hand. So hard. I'm gonna pick it up with my hand. Oh, you God. people out here, you people lying about how you eat it with a fork and a knife. What a chicken wing? Yes. Why would you do that? No, so <laughs> it's like, weird. So, I'm think so it's weird. like you're good. What? It's always like you're dainty on the date. Yeah, that's the goal. You know, would you believe someone eating their food like that? No, but I've done it just for fun. But now when I'm hungry, 
I guess that's why you, if you pre-eat, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> if you hungry, ain't no way I'm trying to cut the chicken wing with a fork and a knife. You yeah, got yeah, me, you got you got me messed it. up. If you don't you listen to anything up. else I say, pre 2023, pre-eat before you eat, it will save your life. <laughs> but then I like to eat when I'm hungry, yo. If I pre-eat, I no longer have a... Taste no, you're food. not. I'm not saying you eat a full meal, ah. but you need to find a little snack. Yeah, have a snack, something to hold you over because sometimes you don't know what's going on. True, you you're, don't know. Especially if it's but again, I never see day. Mark eat. Mark them <laughs> always empty food boxes. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, my Mark, my go Sam. Okay, <laughs> Mark, you're not gonna do that. We're not fishing for compliments. <laughs> okay, okay. Y'all gonna stop. season three. But no, seriously, we need to discuss how much he's not paying because we need to talk about how Haitians are spending their finances like regular. Like, I don't know. You yeah, know well, okay, back back to the sponsored thing into into our, our current so are we are we gonna talk about from like a, a, a perspective of like how much money we're making? Is that is that what we're talking about? I thought you had some statistics. What's with what's with the st- So okay. <laughs> so one of the things I think is interesting about us being millennials is that the media would describe us as probably one of the most unsuccessful financially generation that's yet to come. Like mm-hmm. Apparently, we don't own homes as much as other generations. We're living That's paycheck to paycheck. We can't survive a $400 emergency. All this, <laughs> we spend our money on avocado toast and and coffee. Haitians been on that. We have, so. <laughs> Sorry, millennials. But I read an article from the New York Times um, that shared that after doing this, like, really long-term uh, research so tracking children of immigrants born f- starting from the 1980s to 2021 um, children of immigrants surpass their parents and move up the economic la- ladder at a higher rate than children born to American parents oh my gosh and mm. it went on to say um, if there is an American dream that immigrants achieve it big time reaction <laughs> i think i think that's based on what i see before i even um heard this statistic that you mentioned i based on my surrounding i can tell that we're projected um and millennials us please don't let us down don't let the generation down we we are looking to be projected to make more than our parents um of course and then to be in better situations which in return with the security the social security issue that we're having here in the US mm-hmm. i think us making more um will probably give a cushion to ones that do care and have parents that they care for or have parents um that are still alive in general um will be in better position to take care of them mm. and um of course it would matter that you know the social security aspect and things is going on but i think we'll be in better position to be able to not have to send our parents away and things like that mm-hmm. and and just a projection and i hope well, we're able to do that because we can earn more because we have more access to the resources and things i have a question and a <clears throat> comment um a question about is so and i'm not this is not shade at all i'm just kind of <laughs> curious about if like the threshold for our parents was lower 
mm. like what that was. Um, Cause I feel like that brings a little bit more to the conversation right. too. We're making more, but it's costing more. Yeah. Like we're making more, but that, but they're, um, plateau or their like ceiling was already something that was technically low. Like, so it was achievable. So yeah, yeah, like I'm and again, this is not like to lowball the the statistic or anything like that. But that was like a question that I had because I'm always curious about those type of things. Um, and then mm. to follow up with that, the comment is I think it also has to do well the success of us reaching the American dream mm-hmm. is has to, a lot to do with mm-hmm. right big big like quotation marks <laughs> um, has a lot to do with like grit and I think that. Mm. Mm. We, um, from our parents, <laughs> you know, I think that, um, coming from immigrant parents, that is something that becomes like innate, mm. you know, like the grit, the survival, mm. the, um, what about the pressure. And, and I was, I'm mm. getting, yeah, I'm definitely getting to that. I think that mm. there are a lot of things that pressure make diamonds, baby. It does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like there's a combination of things that, uh, you know, those individuals, like including us, like we endure that make that that journey that much more important mm. because mm. it's it's far more than just like the financial gain. It's about it, like huh? your character, who you are, what you represent, mm. like your brand becomes a part of you. And I think that that's something that millennials care about, that like the brand collect- of who that they as are. As a collective, just yeah. takes you to where you need to go. It's yeah. not about whether you have access to to the knowledge. It's how like how are you wired to take advantage mm-hmm. of the opportunity? Yeah. So to answer your question, because Leona, you you've made amazing points. The research is using like the the threshold that the U.S. government uses to determine like if you're considered to be in poverty, okay. if of you're middle class. Threshold. You know, it's the degrees. It is. <laughs> uh, but stop. Oh my goodness! She wasn't even. That wasn't even. No, fair. you see, I hope the listeners <laughs> that see that. Even fair. I don't even be coming for him. <laughs> Mark be feeling convictions. In the, in the shower, I'm with it, man. With the lights <laughs> off because he made it there. He made it there. Oh with no, the you should off. never you shower in the dark. Have you done that? Why? No, you sound like, oh no, no you just... sound like you done it. Yo. No, <laughs> no, no, she was like, no. <laughs> no, no, she's like my partner. Done it, me too. No, nah, the way you said, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry, the, Gigi, the threshold. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, that's how they're determining okay, okay. Uh, economic mobility and success. Got it. So basically, um, if your parents came in and when they started tracking, if they were considered impoverished, mm-hmm. they then tracked where you were as an adult. And if you're considered above the poverty mm-hmm. line, then that's um, that. deemed as being successful. I like that. But what they're seeing is it doesn't even matter how impoverished the parents are immigrants consistently will have more income than their families. I love that. That's cool. Um, and it did say in the article, which I thought was so funny because they write this whole thing out <laughs> and they said, why does this happen? Um, is because immigrants have better work ethic mm. than the U S born. That's what they said. I didn't say that. That's what they said. <laughs> and that immigrant parents put more emphasis on education. Mm. I think this is an immigrant podcast mostly, right? I don't think anybody... No, we'll see. We're all, you know, first-gen American yeah. or, you know... And yeah. Some, some degree to from everywhere and the listeners, shout out to you guys from a whole bunch of places. But I think that, I, that, I think that's a that's a crazy stat to even to be proud of, too. 
I think it's cool. Right. I know I've, I've heard people say, like, you're always going to be a statistic. Just figure out, like, what kind you want to be mm. or which one you want to be. Why is she so, <laughs> I speak, keep going on. I'm trying to tell you. First class. No, but seriously. like Season, you, season three, final shit, no? <laughs> I think that sometimes we, uh, like, you know, kind of underestimate the idea of, like, we fall into these buckets, into this history that's being made. Like, where do we want to fit in that picture? And I think this is great for us. I think it's good to hear, like, hey, like, you know, and sometimes you don't even know that your goal, like when, when we're young and we see what our parents are going through mm-hmm. and we, when we kind of see how it is, sometimes you can, you can own that and think like, Hey, this is how my life's always going to be, you know? But then when you, you know, break out and you do your own thing and then you start to see that, Hey, my brand and who I am has made me mm-hmm. even better. And I'm in amazing statistics like this. I think it's definitely something that's that should be proud of. So I so I'm going to say this. When I started looking this up, I had the expectation that we were I was going to see slightly opposite only because not because I'm discrediting our work ethic and how much we put towards being successful, but because I thought maybe the um, odds are too stacked against us for us to be able to overcome some of the economic barriers that we experienced in the U.S. That was good. 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 was like bigger news because I do think one of the big things that's affecting us as millennials and and children of immigrants are coming over from Haiti is that I don't think we view ourselves as successful as we actually are because we're not always achieving things or experiencing things in the way I think it's showcased. Especially in a time. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We're very much like 30 over 30 or Mm. 40 under 40, whatever that, you know, all those statistics. And then so we see ourselves as like we could be doing more. Mm -hmm. And I think when you have that mentality, yes, it's great because you're going to keep striving and pushing. But I think it also correlates with like our high rates of mental health issues, Mm -hmm. like the dissatisfaction that we're feeling. Maybe sometimes that even that nostalgic thing we got going on where we always keep looking back to things from our childhood, because I don't think we see ourselves oh, as wow, wow, wow. like we're we're doing something. Yeah. Round of applause for just us. Or you. Um they're just out there. Feel proud of yourself. Everybody. <laughs> All of the bodies. <laughs> All of the bodies. All get it. Now but further, um, um I, I don't know if you needed to hear that, but that was um that was something that you should cherish. And of course, not saying that you should be complacent or just be content. Um anyway um yeah any of that I, I think it's a it's a good reminder that you are pushing towards something greater and you should keep doing it i and i know that as mm. our season you know rolls out i know we have uh conversations and we want to touch on topics related haitian to success life. baby absolutely haitian success and also parenting mm. um because i'm also very interested to see the next generation what that statistic mm, looks like you yeah. know what i mean i feel like and you From know, a money perspective, do you think money correlates with good parenting? So that that Ooh, okay, so you really took it there. <laughs> money hey, hey, correlates hey, hey, hey. with good 32, parenting. 32, 32. We just we just we just going. We just going. Y'all, y'all was in your bag. From the bag went too. Oh, oh. <laughs> From the valleys, man. Um, wow, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to answer that question. Uh right. Um 
Because what I think is outsourcing, like the more money we have, the more we outsource. That's currently our current trajectory in business as well. The more, so you're saying a parent who has more money outsource a lot of services for their child. Ah, okay, like day, like daycare, all facets. Cooking I feel like the for, more you have, okay. the more you're looking to outsource. And and that's I think it's my opinion, right? I think from the outside looking in, that's how they're teaching us to. Um, especially commercials, it's like, oh, if you have money to do this, why would you do that? It? Yeah, and go ahead, go ahead. Cause nannies are coming back in. There's so many things coming back in right now. Even people who are not even up, 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 but they're because of the the work structure and the life structure, mm-hmm. you're not able to balance. So instead, you outsource because you do have the income. One thing that I think. Mm. Mm, my well one thing i hope that would maybe alter that narrative a little bit would be that i feel like as of late we've come into or we've recognized more emotional and mental intelligence mm-hmm. and how that impacts your children daughter. your spouse you know your friends so i feel you like with that <laughs> no truly i feel like with that knowledge i feel like parents or just people with with the financial means i think that they have a little bit more of that awareness or i'm hoping they do um and i feel like if i'm speaking from like an immigrant standpoint Mm -hmm. i feel like the aspect of giving someone what you did not have i guess trumps more than the access part but that i'm hoping that could be something i didn't have as an immigrant growing up um that i'm willing to give my kids i i I think the outsourcing thing can be seen as a good thing because I do think being from immigrant parents, there are certain things I feel like, like, for example, my mom had to prioritize, um, like survival had to prioritize us being very like responsible and organized and disciplined and pushing us to really go for it versus necessarily always being affectionate. Or yeah. us having more times of leisure or pleasure because we were in a situation where, you know, we do need to make it. And so I think, especially for Haitian people, I think sometimes we can get so much like, you know, we're really pushing and we're fighting and we're like going that it's like it becomes just like that's the only thing you're experiencing from your parent. And I think that's where a lot of the like the feedback we're getting now about how we were parented is coming from, because our parents were like, I because I love you so much, I'm pushing you and I'm I'm, I'm saying that you need to stop being a patat on the couch and really you go need for to, it. No, you to get that. You need to get up. <laughs> you need to move yourself. <laughs> and so that has obviously is had Asian poppy, yes. Mm. And so that has shown in our success, but then look what we've now have to deal with in terms of just how we see our childhood, Mm. how we see ourselves, the pressure some of us experience because we feel like we don't, we didn't get that affection from our parents. So I think if you're able to outsource, now you can focus more on having some of the emotional care towards your child versus being in like survival mode yeah i definitely agree with like the mo- the emotional and like that aspect i feel like isn't something that's just overlooked anymore you know like um especially once you have the means mm-hmm. financially i feel like that's something to tap in more but i think it's also about like do people understand that 
the emotional work is almost just as much work as being in survival mode sometimes. Like it, breaking down that wall, like connecting with your parents or your kids in that way. Like even like, and I'm speak for myself, like connecting with my parents, like connecting with my mother, like in this kind of flipped position of like in their, you know, older age, but then like not always having that relationship, but now having the financial means to like, hey mom, you know, like we can go out and eat together and talk. <laughs> you know and then like what that looks like like navigating that dynamic and that, that's personal to me but I just feel like those type of things like are new for what for where we are and just like on top of the statistic that you mentioned so you think you're you'll do and I know we, we're not talking about this is not a parent topic yeah but you think you would do better based on what you know now as a parent I'm hoping next generation. I'm hoping so okay what about you Okay. <laughs> uh, no no comment no. <laughs> no i think it's um i think it's important that like as we go through this season that we do get the perspective of parents, of parents. Yeah, absolutely um because i do think like navigating um that type of uh responsibility as a second as a either you're a first gen american or you you came to the u.s at a young age and now you've grown you've grown up here i i do think that's important to note like then how are you raising your children mm -hmm. knowing that you had the background that you had um so i i'm excited to explore that this season because i do think it ties back into haitian success because like i think one of the biggest indicators of your success is the legacy that you leave behind and that's your children. Right. And so if your children are going to look back and say X, Y, and Z about your parenting or how they're upbringing, I think that like, I think that hurts when our parents hear certain things about how we feel mm. our upbringing was. Cause I don't, I don't think they were trying mm. to malign us at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some parents, most of them, most of them. Yeah. <laughs> and um, also, um, I don't know if I need to say this or not, but we are in the current stage and I just want to make sure like when you say, um, you know, your kids are your legacy. I do think that other things can also, um, I guess, attest to your legacy. So it's not just a one single yeah, that's true. Um, statement about just kids in general, because some people can't or don't have want kids. kids yeah. Or want, yeah. So, yeah, just put it out there. Um, but yeah, anything else we want to say on the topic of that? Because I think that was really good. Because um, I think sometimes as millennials, we do speak about you know our navigating this process, but we don't give ourselves enough props um, for some of the things that we're doing. I guess right in this generation. It was nice to hear. I needed to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so now I have one last thing, and I know we're 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 getting to our um, our mark to to end the pod. But I do have one more thing for you guys. Um, it's a question um, because I stumbled up on something. You know you can't do that for us. I, and no, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. listen <laughs> no, this, one, this one's pretty short, I think. Um, I think. Is there something that you eat right now that, well, that you ate when there was a struggle period um, and that you still eat right now that if somebody knew they'd be embarrassed or oh, you'd be embarrassed about it? I know we talked about your embarrassed situation um, earlier in your day. But is there something that you ate during the struggle time that now you still eat because you actually like it? That if somebody heard that, they'll hmm. they'll put a you know thing on you. Will you start? 
Oh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Where, where, why you got to do me like that? No, because you've had time to sit with the question. I like that, Gigi. Oh, you've been boom with. But um, this one is because of my mother, and I'll say it. Here and there, I'll have some spam. Okay, I didn't how, make a face. <laughs> like, no, like, how? I just want to know. The silence. I know that she's probably in the fridge. No, she's probably doing something amazing. I just want to know, like, how? That's what I want to know. Like, I'm just curious. Like, how is it being prepared? Yes. It, it just, you know, you just cut it up and you fry it like a hot dog. Okay, you could, come on. Now, okay, I can get with that. You should, you could, like, okay, that's cool. You're talking that's about like cool. eating it raw? I used to do that when I was a kid, though. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what is spam? I don't know. And, you know, the crazy thing is, you know, the reason why I'm bringing this up, I did, I seen an ad on my Facebook for spam. I was like, yo, if I click on this thing, gonna people are going to think that I like it. What? What do you uh, mean? So, you know what spam, their ad, you know what they said that it stands for? Sizzle pork and Mm. <laughs> no, you're lying. I'm really? serious. I can show you the screenshot outside the pot when we're done. Oh, you took Sizz- a screenshot. You, Sizzle. He loves spam. Yeah, I had to. I, I didn't know. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Is there any spam lovers out there with me? Join me in the comment section. No, I'm praying uh, for your nitrate <laughs> levels. Nah, but for real, it's sizzle. What was it again? The so it's stand, pork? The P stand for sizzle pork. And the way they put the A as N. And then Spam is as, pork? Mm. I don't know what I thought it was. Mm. But I never I, knew what it was. I always thought it was like leftover carcass that they then took. Don't, and ruin, my man, don't ruin my homeboy's like meal, like his little. No, don't be doing me like that. I don't no. eat Spam on the regular. Right. I do remember early in, in age when I would take it out the thing. It would like have all this. But it's covering, slimy. The slimy cover. It's the pr- processing for it to stay. I guess fresh. I'm sorry, Mark. I don't mean to judge you, but I'm judging a little. As she judges. I'm judging a little. Because the slimy part is just, I can't get well, over when it. You, when you cl- wash it and you, you you know cut it up and before you fry it, you don't I've have seen that. people use that in spaghetti. I used, like, to have, I've seen. Yo, I used to have spam sandwiches in high school, yo. I ain't going to hold you. After school, when we get back oh and there was no ham, my mom always had a thing of spam, yo. So we'll cut the, the, the slime, put it in the microwave, the spam. <laughs> Move the spam in the microwave. You cook it until it's crunchy on the outside. Put it in the middle of some lettuce and tomatoes, some mayo, and then you got a sandwich. So is it salty? Is it yeah, what? salty? Salty. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's saltier than a hot dog. All the nitrates. Huh. I know you guys have one. I, I do. I, I do have one. I don't, but I don't necessarily think I'd be embarrassed. Like when you were just saying this, the sandwiches. I enjoy bolognese sandwiches. Bologna sandwiches. Like when my mom used to fry them with the plastic part on, might I add, like the red part that you don't eat. Did everybody know that? What do you mean? Oh my god! The, the you red know part? the bologna the bologna in like the pack when you open it, mm-hmm. there's like a red part that goes around the circle circular part. You, you're not you're supposed to like peel it off. The red part. Yes. I learned that eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I, I liked when she fried the book because my mom would fry it and then make a sandwich like you, Mark, like but mm. that. And I would always peel off the burnt, like the red part and chew on it. But I never like swallowed it. I never ate mm. it, you know. And another guilty pleasure I had, sorry, I know you asked for one, but the second one is like, if you ever had, I don't know what those flowers are outside, but you pull them and then you pull the little nectar part out. What? And nobody ever did that? 
What you say? Never mind. <laughs> my doable? <laughs> what oh flower? You know, oh my goodness. It's every Haitian has them in front A hibiscus? Is that what it is? What you, what, you talking about the red one? It's like a pink flower and little you can like pull you the and yeah, then you she, suck the nectar. It's a hibiscus. Is that what it is? Yeah, like that. You still do that as an adult? Oh, no, I, no, I don't. No, see? I don't. <laughs> no, see? I don't you, you still do see it. one and do it? I, I've been adult? tempted. I've been tempted. But uh, the amount of animals her. that just pee on flowers these her. days, I just can't. But I, don't believe I used to do. No, I'm not the only one who did that. I feel no, like I haven't really lived. I did that. Hold on. You never done that? Right. No. Wow. No. Wow, never, and she's, she's never, got a lot of hits on her Haitian revolt. She got a few. No, no, no. Go to the fete. I'm going to make the tip for the table. Jouer. Si fait le pour tu vas le musique courir des. If you didn't do the little nectar thing, you 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 really haven't lived. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask my mom about it. Ask her. Ask your ask your brothers too. Maybe they have. It's called the. I'm kind of gonna look it up. There's a red one too. Yes, there is. The red one is the one I had. We used to decide which one was better. Because sometimes you pull this nectar. It is nothing. I mean, no, me and Mark, we locked in. Disappointment. Like, <laughs> disappointment, yo. This disappointment. Man. I'll share real quick. Mine's is mine's is basic, but mm. it's it's real ramen. That's very normal. Yeah, it's really normal. I still I still eat it now and then. Very normal. Dang, man. We, I definitely G- think Mark for the win. G- oh. <laughs> Mark for the win on this one. We're gonna go out on this one, man. Oh. Yo, listen, listen, listen. You better not judge me. I'm going to say this spam. I'm going to say this spam. Woo! This y'all. This was episode 32. I really wish you enjoyed this. Um, uh, we covered everything from Joe Biden. Um, to, of course, some dating. We have some tips for you guys. Don't um, pal manger, soupe ko manger. Exact. Period. Do not go eat if you haven't eaten already. I feel like it's backwards, but okay. And honestly, that that just a snack. That saying can help you in a lot of areas of life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, and then we all also we tied it up with, of course, a little bit of a serious conversation with our finances and just how we are doing as far as us as immigrants um so i do appreciate this whole 32 on 32 uh so with that said guys thank you for listening um if you listen for the first time we appreciate you if you are a long time listener we appreciate you even more stay tuned tell your people about us and um yeah let's keep going 32s in a wrap we look forward to 33 guys see you then i'm mark the dreamer I'm Gigi. It's your girl Leona. Oh, you might get Leona guest here. No, I thought you were gonna go Leona first. <laughs> it's okay. We like hey, to see season, season three. We different. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. See you guys in 33. Peace and love. Seulement